If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. I am Jason Horton, and I am here with my friend, Rebecca Lieb. Hi. And I didn't put friend in air quotes or anything like that. No, no. It's like a stri- It's like a boring old friend. Yeah, it's just a boring old, like, r- we'll like, crappy old friend. Yeah, like we'll like order two things off a menu, and then we'll like split it on a separate plate, friend. I don't share. my Except for my <laughs> – I just share my women. No, I don't share them either. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to share. This is what no. I'm saying. So the, this is an interesting thing uh, for a podcast. So Rebecca is somebody that I, I work with very closely because we're writing mm-hmm. partners. Yeah. Which, if you want a translation, is it's like I him have, Snapchatting me on it, my couch. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. That was our last mm-hmm. meeting. Is kind of like how to get more snaps for Rebecca. I yeah. Guess. Well, it's more like you translating the world of social media it, for me. Yes. Even though I'm older than you, and you should know it. Better. And I get so flustered. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. You can't. Your cat doesn't. You can't like snap. Your and cat say, doesn't. Don't do, tell my cat what to do. do. Yeah, yeah. It's like don't get, uh, <laughs> Rebecca and I are writing partners, which pretty much means that I just kind of write her coattails and put my name on it because who are they going to believe? Well, you. You spend as much time as I do writing showing me how to do stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like a make, symbiotic yeah, sure. Like I'll have a title for something, and I'm like, I just want there to be like a butt mm-hmm. joke, and then I'm like, you do the rest. Yeah. Can I put like, my name on top? Cool. Bye. Like, I'm gonna add a couple farts. Yeah. A couple dick jokes here and some boobs. Um. So I, I know Rebecca from doing uh, improv comedy at mm-hmm. Iowa West. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, a, a community to um meet people. I will say mm-hmm. is like when I talk about communities and meet people, people ask. How do you meet girls? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's online dating. Short answer, you don't. Yeah, you don't. But you, if you did? But if you – yeah, imagine you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, talk about like online dating, work, like at a job. Mm-hmm. But I feel like having as many social circles as possible is a great way to get some tail. Yeah. I mean, would you whether it's acting or comedy or improv and how many times you can break that up yeah. is like – the more people you can meet to get that tail, yeah, that yummy, yummy tail. But then there's a there's a delicate line too, because yeah. you don't want to shit where you eat. No, I don't so care much. about that. I burn, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, I burn bridges. I care more about that than you do. Yeah, you I, are like, I've been plow like plow through. I just plow through, and then when like, bad things happen, I'm like, well, I, what did I, I do don't wrong? Understand? Yeah, what what happened? I loved all of you. Yeah, I love. I love what I'm saying <laughs> like I don't. No, all. I love. Well, I love chaos. I love destruction, mm-hmm. and yeah, I love just true. like just just tearing down walls yeah, and stuff. Like, text fragmented text chain yeah it's like you you don't know what you're missing you know you've been with me when i've gotten some weird ass oh yeah Yeah. that was like the golden age i feel like where it was just like you were just like drinking whiskey seeing what's up (laughs) yeah seeing what's what's up with that what's up yeah like it was all whiskey and what's up (laughs) um But Rebecca, you do things on your own. Mm-hmm. You have you have a lot going on. I do. By by that, it's just a like a, a bunch of little littles. A lot is a bunch of <laughs> more like a bunch of littles. Yeah, a lot of little. I have a lot of like weird jobs and things, and I do my own dating. 
Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, you are. Like, I think you, you know, you, you've done uh, written and been in a bunch of videos on my uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Yeah, if you've seen someone that's, like, not super attractive in Jason's videos, chances are it's me. <laughs> when people are like, everyone's like, how do you get all these hot girls? Not that one. Not, no, 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 that, no that one. one. That everyone's except for that one. The one that's eating the pizza. What's yeah, her story? One yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tries to eat a whole pizza. <laughs> That's <laughs> from a video. Yeah. Hey, you looked as you wanted your way in. That's your way in. Um, I got in. I got in. Uh, but uh, you also, you're a stand up com- comic. I am. I'm a comedian myself yes. and a writer, and I do a lot of writing and stand up and other bullshit. So, yeah. what, uh, when it comes to being a, a stand up, mm-hmm. where do you get. I'm not a stand-up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I, I just, for me, it's very, You're not like, even a stand-up guy. Not, no, I'm you're, absolutely you're garbage. not. I just like to surround myself <laughs> with people that are, like, better looking and more talented than me, and mm-hmm. that's how I do my thing. Um, but, how, like, when you're a stand-up, like, where do you, do you, where do you get your stuff from? Um, my... Is it manufactured? Is it manufactured? What, how, in what way? Like, know? is it, like, kind of, like, saying things that didn't actually happen and kind of, like... Yeah, I mean... Every day the other day I didn't run into a guy eating pop chips watching me from my car, you know? Like, you, it is this manufactured, yeah. like, chronology, like mm-hmm. a timeline. You know, like, I'll talk about stuff, like dating stuff, um, and when I'm dating someone or when I'm not, talking about boyfriend stuff. Like, it's just, it's material. And I think that's, like, an understood thing yeah. with, not even just stand-up, just comedy and, like, where you get inspiration from comedy, right? People are just ma- either... Past material, present material, or future material. Yeah, it's all like it's all fair game. I talk a lot about like these. I talk about exes that don't exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you do on Twitter. I do the same thing where it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, to that girl in the ninth, we that girl in the ninth grade who didn't pay attention to me. Look at me now. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, look at me. I'm still yeah. in love with you. Like that kind of <laughs> shtick. And people are always like, did you break? Like, yeah, it's what like, happened? Well, What's the detail? Yeah, with like, that did girl? you break up? Like, I'm always. And I guess I, you're, you're right. But I guess yeah. it's like how much of it? Because you have a very, you have a very like single presence online yes you know it's it's very like you know uh, nostalgic mm-hmm. for old girlfriends yes. or for attention yeah, and, like, exactly which like, is not like really who you are no not at all you know yeah so, i get nostalgic i get nostalgic yeah but for like 80s like real genius nostalgia. yeah um you also uh you write you do some blogging Blogging. I, I, I do some blogging. Blogging. Blog. That's that's tagalog. My favorite thing, uh, one of your favorite things you wrote is you, I don't know if it was a reductress or one of those things mm-hmm. where you talk about delectable dongs. Yeah, yeah. It's I have very, an MFA in creative writing, you guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you did a whole thing about like celebrities' uh, penises. penises yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Like, still gets a lot of traction. Yeah. Um, and that's reductress is a great uh, publication. It's. Uh, it's kind of like the onion for women's magazines. Like it satirizes a lot of the things that women go through or like a lot of the things that magazines think that women should think about or talk about or like. Shoes. George Clooney. Got right. It done. <laughs> right. It's like I'm sitting in front of Reductress right now. Yeah. It's genius. it's genius. But like what if if you didn't have penises to talk about, what would you guys talk about? God, I don't even know. God. <laughs> suffrage. Yeah. I mean. Um, being marginalized. But I have penises. So I don't have to. Yeah. Right. Right. Yay. You can always just go to the penises. Um, you also – you uh, – Write for not this. I don't. I don't know how you say. You write for a game show. Yeah, I write for game shows. What does that mean? Okay, it means a lot of different things in a lot of different contexts, and depending on the game show, there are producing jobs that are essentially writing jobs, and then there's like writing assistant and writing jobs too, depending on the game show and the budget that they have. And this is a weird thing that like I got it. Uh, my friend Jessica couldn't take this job because she's union and I was garbage. Yeah, and, uh, broken, garbage can. Yeah, t- tutoring like a ton of students who didn't want. 
to pay me. I mean, their parents didn't want to pay me. So I was like, I'll take whatever. They're like, you Jew, you have enough money. Right? Yeah. You're good. Yeah. And I'm like, but my apartment has bed bugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not bad bugs. Not bad bugs. Yeah, I can do bad bugs all by myself, bugs. You have bed bugs, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's good. dangerous for your that's body. Good. Yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah, that's good. Oh, man. It's, you can take that one you for your get, You can do yeah, that one for your I just wrote skits. it in a pad. Yeah, use one of your skits. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like my stomach is rumbling. <laughs> Well, you're welcome, America. <laughs> uh, you so, yeah. so you write for is that yeah. like writing like trivia facts or like it can be when it's a producing thing. It's a lot of the time trivia stuff and content stuff. Um, but the job that I just came off of Hollywood Game Night is really more like writing the cards for Jane Lynch and pitching her jokes and things like that. And then there's two like writers that I worked with. Um, and they did a, a bulk of the, the script writing. So usually there's like some WGA people and then people who are non-union who are more like That's the World, World, uh, World Golf Association, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just Got two it. though. Yeah, just – It's only two. Uh, what's it um, like to like – have you pitched her Jane Lynch stuff and she'd be like, shut up or like I love you? Shut up. I love you. No, uh, I actually – I pitch it like through the writers okay. all the time so, you know, they, I'm they, so low on They the put total. you in a cage. Yeah, you're like a yeah. cage. I'm like, well, I'm literally uh, – my office last season, this season was a little bit better. Last season it was um, a desk with a tree bra- – like it, I was in the back of the set, which is supposed to be like a very like fancy Hollywood mansion. Um, so there were tree branches to give the illusion of it being – there being an outdoor area outside of this luxe space. And my office was above the largest tree branch hanging tenuously from the lighting grid. So that's the glamour of Hollywood, you guys. Well, there's some people that are doing well. It's not just you not. It's just <laughs> no, you no. is like you don't represent everybody. No, especially not in this show. So but. you're you're yeah, you're not you're not necessarily doing well. Yeah, but I kind of fell into it. It's a really I'm never doing well. But uh, I, it's a very like insular world of people who love game shows and comedians and like kind of a mixture of both, which is cool. Everyone that I've worked with has been pretty cool. Um, but it's I've never watched game shows. I'm not really a game show person like I like trivia I guess but um being thrown into that kind of world with people who are like so invested in like constructing great game shows or like paying you know like giving honor to the game shows of yesteryear like it's such a like a weird fun environment it's almost ironic your job is almost ironic in itself right <laughs> is that is that how you justify it is that how you- no I have like a very sincere like I sincerely enjoy it yeah that's good <laughs> but, but I every once in a while I'm just like what am I doing here? But then you, you know, you're just like, okay, I'm doing gay. Like, this is it. This yeah. Is my life. Well, you're working. I'm, I'm working. Yeah. I'm just a working gal. I'm just trying to make it in this big, rough city. Yeah. Well, all this, like, this, it's like guys, you know what I'm I mean? Like, get, get, getting that guy. Like, how do you get the guy? How do I get the guy? How do you get the guy? How do I get the perfect guy, the perfect job, the f- perfect car, the perfect body? Yeah. Well, let's start with the perfect guy. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. guys, if you need a little bit of advice, I have a free dating guide that Rebecca has contributed mm-hmm. to. I don't know if you remember contributing to it. Uh, you can find that at bit.ly.com slash the free dating guide or bit. I like it was dot- free in the title. I couldn't. Well, it's bit.ly, so I, they ran out of things. <laughs> Sorry, somebody else took it. Uh, you have hot, 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 yummy boobs was taken mm-hmm. too. Uh, oh, bit.ly slash the free dating guide, and you can see some of uh, Rebecca's um, insights. Mm-hmm. But Genius. so you're you're dating. You have a lot of experience dating, and I I, I kind Do. of look to you for when you, in some of my videos. But I fe- now correct me if I'm wrong. The people you're. I don't want to say your audience, your Tinder audience or whatever it is, is not like maybe the typical like guy who might take his picture with no shirt on in front of his car and like, mm-hmm. you know. It's shirt the, on in front of his car. Take That's... his shirt off in front of his car. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like those kind of like, it's kind of the, may, maybe it's the more like 
bookish, hipster, mm-hmm. uh, awkward, really awkward, like yeah. um, uncool, unhot. No, you know what I mean? Unhot. But it's um, un- uh, you probably att- attract like a little more like surly bunch or whatever. You're <laughs> yeah. surly. I don't attract like American gladiator types. No, no. <laughs> but um, and barely American. Barely, <laughs> barely. So with the kind of guys you attract, like how, like that's got to be a different sort of like thing to navigate as compared to like douchey douchey tools yeah but i also feel like i've been through a lot of like i I feel like what makes my dating advice kind of cool is i've been through a lot of those Mm. different types yeah like i've never i i'm like kind of like a hipster nerdy type of a person now but i was definitely like more of like an art nerd and i've definitely been more of like jock ish like kind of so i feel like i have i've had like a sprinkling of all those but definitely now yeah my bread and butter are like nerdy ass and living like, in Los Angeles I mean obviously yeah. it's it it's a very kind of strong ecosystem of like uh-huh. douchey Hollywood people you know what I mean uh, business people or like writer kind of nebbish like yeah. I'm, I'm general, generalizing you know what I mean? yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm hot rock and roll you know what I mean like, that's my jam like, hot rock and roll through and through kick right. ass just like motorcycles fighting ninjas yeah just covering <laughs> cocaine I'm soloing on a guitar on a motorcycle you know what I mean uh-huh. uh, like that's me but like not every guy's like that mm-hmm. what what are like what are the problems or what are the obstacles of like dealing with guys like that when you're kind of in the dating world as compared to like tools and douchebags that are like overconfident or, or whatever um, I mean, it's just it has its own set of bullshit, which like guys like that, like kind of nerdy guys, they have a lot of insecurities um, that they have to get over. They don't quite they're in their heads a lot. So they're not quite in the moment. And they kind of sometimes they need a little more push than those other guys to kind of like ask someone out or like keep with something um, like, for example, um, Burnham. Oh, I don't know. Just burn. You don't know names. Just burn them. <laughs> okay. So this is this guy that I liked, and um, he like wouldn't ask me out again. We had a good date, and I was like, "Well, that's weird." But we were playing words with friends. Oh, <laughs> Forget it. Don't listen to me. <laughs> but, and I was like, "No," but uh, so we we're playing, and he was very good at words with friends. I'll give him that. Um, you can't just keep writing. Give me, give me them balls. <laughs> it's not a word. In a word. Yeah, it's give me dem balls isn't a word that you keep trying to use. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. There's variations on that. Right. You, you can't. You don't have as many like e's and m's and b's. Right. Know? Right. Um, but it was just I just had to like sign off of words with friends for like three days in order for him to be like, oh hey, so you want to go out again? Oh wow. So it's like. Again, nothing wrong. It's not like there's anything wrong with this story, but it's just like you got to kind of like go for it. And these guys that I that want to date me um, because I'll date anybody. um, These guys that want to date me, I think, are are a little more tentative and heady and smart, but like don't quite have that like that gumption to, to just like take a risk. And I think a lot of the guys that I have friends that date are similar to that. And you can say that about uh, you can say that about guys in general. Yeah, I mean, I think guys are scared. I mean, I think a guy's worst nightmare is a girl freaking out on them. Yeah. Is that right? I mean, I, I think a lot of it is afraid of rejection. Yeah. Is the, you know, imagine like that thing of like, and I talk about this a lot, of walking up to a girl, looking in the eye and be like, hey, listen, I think you're great. I'd really like to take you out. Yeah. That's very hard. I've done it and it is scary. I, mm-hmm. and the only reason I've done it is is because I just needed to do it because mm-hmm. it is scary. And I'm like, you know, what's the worst going to happen? I'm going to feel like shit. Like that's – it is going to happen and and breaking up with somebody. Yeah. At least calling them up and being like, listen, you know, I just – I don't think it's working out. I don't think she, you know what I mean? It's very mm-hmm. difficult and I feel like they – as sucky as it is, they can never go and say, oh, I can't believe he was direct with me and mm-hmm. honest. 
when they go to their, friend, to their friends, it's kind of like, mm, that's kind of good. At least he didn't yeah. like, like phase you out. Oh you my God. I, mean? I had a friend that just had a, he, a guy came on so strong and like two weeks of like off. strong yeah. and he was like massaging her feet before her half marathon and then gone. Yeah. You know, it's just like, have some fucking balls. Yeah. You know, are you a man? Like, just send, like, even if it's like a text, which is still shitty, yeah. at least it's something. Like, like. No, like a pizza, but no pizza, frowny face. Yeah, like pizza, but no pizza. pizza. And yeah. then like maybe like uh, like a rose, but then an X'd out rose. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Mm, and then it's that's like, a little bit more than at least. Yeah, that's that's poetry. Did it help her half marathon rubbing her feet? I don't know. Um, I mean, she's like a gazelle, so so pretty I, good. I ran it with her, so she oh. felt pretty good about herself. You know okay, what I mean? Cool. Uh, so also you are a uh, you read tarot cards. I do. I read tarot cards. Renaissance woman, master of none. Yeah. Um, uh, what made you? Who, I, I was know. working on a game show. Okay. And it was really stressful. And then I saw there's this place called the House of Intuition in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which is like you get it from the name what it's yeah. all about. Um, but they were. They had this tarot class with this woman named Naha Armadi. Yeah. Real name, like Real, Beth I mean, Morgan. You know what right? I mean? <laughs> but she's amazing. Okay. Like, she's like my idol. <laughs> I hope she listens to this. You should have her on. Um, but she was teaching this class, and I took it, and it was, like, so fun. It was, like, an art history class, but for cards and for, you know, intuition and symbiology. And so I started doing it for friends, and now I do it, like, semi-professionally. If there's – is there a circuit? <laughs> is this like, like semi-pro poker player? If there is a circuit, I hope I'm on it. I'm not do sure. Do people like invite you to parties or yeah, – like, Yeah, I do parties. I've done uh, – uh, I've gone to some parties where they had like a tent and they had like a, a card reader and stuff. Yeah, like it's really fun and it's really – I nobody listens to me ever. Like this is wonderful where I am right now. But like when, when you're reading someone's cards, they're listening – they're so listening to you and they – like it's such a like a wonderful way to connect with people. Again, if it's just like I don't – purport to think that it is like this crazy thing and like the universe and like I'm telling you your future but it's a meditative process of like seeing what is in front of you and seeing like what cards resonate with you so it's like a very it connects people have you ever had things come to fruition with people where they came back to you and was like hey listen you were right like yeah you know what I did eat dinner within Mm -hmm. that week and I was like I was right yeah uh but you had had people come and be like yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I've had people come and they were like, what I say is like, give it give it a little bit to sink in yeah. and like give- Give me your money. Give, give it a little me, bit to I sink mean, in. I mean, don't give the PayPal. Like, don't you, let that sink yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like, you don't you let that sink in. give that to me now. Yeah, yeah um, let's do that now. Right now. PayPal is so, is so otherworldly. PayPal, right? Yeah, it's so otherworldly <laughs> of you. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so like Etsy of you. The processing fee needs to happen <laughs> sooner than later. Yeah. You're going to get a message <laughs> yeah. from PayPal yeah. and you're going to want to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. So what what make is there anything that happens like when you're doing it mm-hmm. does anything kind of come over you that you were like oh I wasn't expecting to really feel this or like you're kind of like embodying it or is it just kind of happening like you just see it and I'm just like this is what this is is it like matter of fact or or what um I think it depends on the reader I think mm-hmm. it's fun seeing different readers do different types of reads cuz for me it's like again like I take it all with a grain of salt I'm like this is who I am I'm not going to be like super new agey about it it's kind of like sitting down with a friend who has cards and we're talking and like bullshitting and like making jokes and stuff like that um but some people like feel like things come to them or some people like don't like for me it's like when i started reading cards i wanted an encyclopedic knowledge of the cards before i gave anyone a read and so i like read up on all sorts of stuff other people like they don't know anything about the cards and they're just like oh that you're gonna lose your job i'm I'm wearing a scarf so there you go Mm -hmm, exactly and some beads yeah do you have to (laughs) do you dress differently 
Uh, you no. have to a little bit, right? I can't. you can't wear like an old navy sweatshirt and do it. There's no can't, way you wear old can't navy. Can't I? <laughs> no, an old navy hoodie and get away with it. There's just no way. As shitty as that is, <laughs> it's like bad jeans. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, yeah. Some like like irregular like Urban Outfitters like yeah, some TJ off the Max. shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, listen. <laughs> no, I mean I wear I wear what I wear now. But then sometimes when I do performances or like go to parties, I'll wear something a little. I'll wear some crystals. Yeah. I'll, put on, I'll put on some crystals. Yeah, just occasion. to let us think like, oh. Oh, oh. she, what? She knows that what. That white woman in jeans <laughs> yes. is going to tell me some truths about my future later after five drinks. Now, oh, is there always alcohol before? Oh, hell yeah. yeah so it's, and like it's like a stand-up show or any kind of thing where you need to like grease the wheels a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean me a little bit, but like people – when people get reads and they're shit-faced, it's some of the most fun. They're like, they are so overwhelmed and fascinated and like, it's really fun. Now, I found out something about you, which I did not know and I thought I knew it all. <laughs> and I found out literally before we just started this kind of thing um, is you were, yeah. were, I'm guessing, a phone sex operator. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not still one. But you were a phone sex operator. Yeah, in grad school for a bit. For not a because of grad school. It's not like, hey, part of grad school is I had to be a phone sex operator. No, that's not part of the curriculum. It was, MFA which writing. seems kind of like, hey, listen, I went to grad school. And during that, mm-hmm. I, you know, talked about like my titties for mm-hmm. monies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So how do you get there and what do you do when you're there and what is what as Ken has happened? Okay, a, a little rundown. Um, I had some crazy jobs in grad school. I was a phone sex operator. I worked at a private zoo. I worked in Alaska uh, as a horse wrangler and I was a barista. <laughs> so, that's the weirdest one. That's the weirdest one. Getting those jobs. names right. How? Right? How? I'll tell you everything. Uh, no, uh, so I had this, I, I guess like because I was just in front of my computer the whole time mostly during grad school. It was weird. It was nice to have different jobs and like meet new people. And I wasn't, it was a small program. So I went in like literally the back of like a Chicago, like free paper and called a number to do it and got a landline installed in my apartment. And I worked from home. And they, yeah, they kind of gave me a rundown. This woman named Tanya gave me a rundown. Of course, her name's Tanya. <laughs> right? No offense to the Tanyas out there, but let's. Well, it sounds uh, like you're yeah, yeah. offending some of the Tanyas out yeah. there. Some of them are like There's only and four Tanyas out there that well, are the rest have died out. Yeah, they're not listening. <laughs> um, and then I, yeah, so I would have people call in, and there were codes uh, for different types of because it was like a feeder, so I worked for a lot of different lines. How'd you know what the which code was which? I had like a little guide, oh, but, okay. I, but yeah, for a while. If you somebody know. would somebody connect you, be like. 463 and you're like oh butt plugs I mean like how did that yeah, like okay like, literally like it would be an automated thing where it'd be like 819 and you know 800 was you couldn't use dirty words which is challenging because it's a phone sex line yeah. and it then, sounds like, like more like a friend sex line <laughs> yeah, like without the, the Christians sex. Yeah, I'm really yeah. ashamed and then the 19 would be like like dom like dominatrix yeah, sure. shit or, or, or like you know you yeah it, there were all sorts of codes the only there were two rules one of them was they had to be over 18 and the other one was no necrophilia that was okay. it did anyone try to like sneak some necrophilia yeah in yeah, yeah. It, it'd be like really it'd be like very because they knew they got the and the third thing was always bring a dish side dish you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like, always bring a hot plate. yeah always bring a hot plate you know what i mean it's, it is a potluck too. Uh, it is uh, i would have liked that quite a bit so was there like a uh like oh i do get a bulk of blank yeah like, Foot, foot, foot sexing, like I having mean, to the feet. I don't think I did it. I didn't do it long enough where it was the sort of thing where I, I mean, I had to repeat people come back, but I didn't do it long enough where I kind of 
had one. I was also 22. I would have never done this now. Wait, go on. How old are you? Go start <laughs> again. How old hey, my name's Jessica and I'm 22. Just go younger. My go younger. Go younger. Go younger. <laughs> go younger. You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, but as soon as they say that, it's like that kind of thing. It's like, I'm Jessica, I'm 22. And then uh-huh. it's like, it just turns on. You know what I mean? When you yeah. see the age, it kind of like personifies this whole thing. Yeah. That's why when people look at Tinder or online dating, mm-hmm. that, that their age there, it's like, oh my God, like I feel like whatever that makes me feel like you're too young or too old, you're the perfect yeah. age. What do you think is the perfect Tinder age? Uh, just we'll get back to this. not the ones that say like 19 PS I'm really 15 they wouldn't let me put that on there <laughs> I go to Red, the Reddit Tinder a lot to like my funny Tinder uh, profiles to, yeah to I feel like it's like I feel like the uh, the ideal age for online dating is like 26 to 28 yeah because it's like it's everything everyone wants it's like young enough where people still like hook up all the time but it's mm-hmm. like old enough where people are like oh if I fall in love we'll get married yeah like it's yeah I think yeah anything like too young it's kind of like you haven't even done the normal date you know what I mean yeah. or like do you really like are you really kind of like out like I need to get out there you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah I think like 25 yeah. is where it starts to be like cool yeah yeah okay. no matter how old I am PS by the way it doesn't <laughs> the number does not so how, how long did you do it for I did it for like a semester of school. How many different calls did you take? I mean, how many All vol- different calls? But how many would you say you've taken? Had been on o- overall, like yeah. cumulatively. I mean, I hundred. I mean that thousands. I mean, I would take. It just would depend because some calls like it, you so have this to is like Uber or Lyft. I know it's but like, for like it's some like, nights it might be a little slower. Yeah, than- but it's also weird because I can't like do they I don't even know like what does phone sex look like now this was in like 2008 now it's you know? snapchat or sexting you know or like yeah. it's, it's obsolete now and I wrote some pieces well, on I have it. a video called phone sex girlfriend that is my best viewed video mm-hmm. and I probably made, I made it a couple of years ago but still past phone sex mm-hmm. um, I mean you can find it on youtube.com slash Jason Horton oh, uh, plug away I'm plug away use my story yes yeah to, <laughs> to piggyback uh, to plug um, on the sideshow network sideshownetwork.com um, yeah it's um, one for them one for us well all, one for Ten for me, one for them. Naturally. None for you. None for no, no, no nothing. Um, um, but my most popular things I've written online are are probably stuff for reductress, but also um, a thing I wrote for Thought Catalog about how to be a phone sex operator, yeah. and then this other thing for uh, Slack Lost Journal. So, uh, so in those call, like, did you ever? How did it make you feel being on it? Like, how did it? Were you just kind of like d- just dulled to like the whole thing? It was we. It was weird because I went through phases of feeling. I was also in a relationship at that time, oh. which it definitely messed with my own sexuality a little yeah. bit. It because again, twenty two and not you're you're confused anyway. You're just oh, confused yeah. about your life. Sometimes a lot later you're confused. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Asking for not a friend. You. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Just humans. Yeah. Uh, but like, so you're confused, and I was like in a relationship, and like confused. I don't know. It just it really jumbles up your idea of like what is work, as it, I think it would for like any other sex worker which is what it is um i think it's like it's you're a prostitute to... yeah 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 my a mouth. verbal verbal pro- verbal prostitute your mouth <laughs> just my mouth hey, hey you know mom it's just hey, i'm a prostitute but it's just my mouth mom. so stuff the judgment <laughs> oh man ugh, yeah. ugh, ugh. not my butt mouth my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Help! Get me out of here! <laughs> I uh, hate this. Get me off this island! I'm a phone sex operator. Uh, so, ha- did any of it ever turn you on? Real talk, ever? Um, I guess some of it did initially. Like, did the, any of the guys sound hot on the other end? Yeah, for sure. There were some like good dudes. Hot Kevin. Hot Kevin from Jersey. Yeah. Michael P. Or Michael S. <laughs> Michael J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think initially, like the rush of doing something that was like. So like out of my comfort zone yeah. also was kind of a turn on. But then after a while, it's like people don't realize that you're talking for so long 
that you're just like and there's like shortcuts too. like people want to like hear what you like like hear what your vagina sounds like or something like that <laughs> that's what Jason's vagina sounds like um you just like you, you know you're like you can't lie to because it's like you you don't know who you've lied to and who you haven't, so you kind of have to. I, listen, I said I know that in regular dating, like mm-hmm. who, who have I lied to? Who mm-hmm. did I tell? Yeah, I this did resonates what? for you on a different level. Sure, but in, mm-hmm. in, uh, did you like the people that ask what you wore? Oh, yeah, always. Uh, this is what always. did you have a standard? Yeah, old navy hoodie. Yeah, old navy. Hoodie. I would say it was like a two thousand one model, like mm-hmm. line. You remember yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, that's good. The drawstrings are kind of like tattered, <laughs> exactly. baby. It's a couple sizes too big. Yeah, like your gut is hanging out, yeah. and it's like there's some stains. And I would describe the stains. Like, yeah, what is it? Chinese food? Is yeah. it Thai food? Yeah, I think like, I don't even know, baby. Uh huh. No, everyone wanted young women who are in thongs mm-hmm. and like no bra and like a tank top, like yeah. a sheerish tank top. That's right. like that was a lot standard. Of, yeah. That was kind of the standard. What were you wearing when you were doing these things? <laughs> exactly what you described. <laughs> like a, a the old thing. sack. <laughs> exactly. I was wearing a t-shirt I found drunkenly <laughs> yeah. in a gutter during yeah. college. Yeah. And God, probably no pants though. Yeah. But I didn't let that on. You know, you yeah. got to be a lady about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. Does your family know you did that? My siblings do. My parents don't. Well, they're here right now. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. but it's been so long. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm sure they would not be happy that I did that. But. At the same time. But you're a Jew. They're probably like, but it paid money. But it paid money. It was pretty good. It paid more. I, I actually stopped doing it because I got a TA position, oh. um, which were harder to come by. And the phone sex paid so much more than the TA position. If you can compare. Like, I know you don't want to probably talk about how much you made, but like how much uh-huh. w- could one make being a phone sex operator at that time? A week or a day or whatever. Um, you could make. Well, it's hourly because you want to keep them. The key was to keep them on longer than two minutes. You yeah. don't get paid if they're not on longer than two minutes, which is a lot of like jack off sessions at 159, yeah. you know, and then they're gone. So you want to really like milk the beginning that's why you want it to be like kind of flirty. Like it's it's actually a good ac- exercise in improv. Yeah. <laughs> because like, is that why you know, you're so successful now in improv? That's that is that's why I'm a super famous, really rich improviser. Yeah. Um, but you you want to just keep them on and talk to them for a while and kind of warm them up before the actual like yeah. talking about sex stuff. Um, but if you ke- kept them on, and there was like a kind of a scale too for the longer that you kept them on, the more money you made. So you can make a lot of money. I mean, I on average made. Twenty to thirty dollars an hour, which oh. is a lot for me. Yeah, for two thousand eight, that's, um, that's great, right? Two thousand eight prices. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no economist, yeah. but um, but I also like didn't do it very long. People who did it for a long time, I'm sure, got way better and did way better business than I did too. Yeah. So, but there were some scary things too, like people who actually wanted to know who I was, where I lived, got very aggressive, and thankfully, like the the people that were on the line or like the people that there was like a panic button you could press and kind of get them out of there yeah and then you could no no the more anal button i pressed oh no i pressed no, the wrong no, button, wrong button. Now you're getting all the anal they want they're getting <laughs> anal overload oh, oh anal overload <laughs> right um we also uh let's just kind of go right from uh the web series that we created mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. I, i'm not kind of mad we didn't like kind of work this in there it's like some joe oh, season two of mm-hmm. uh, a, sh- a little web series called yes vacancy that we're yes. um vacancy is being uh, kind of whatever pre-production around that we yeah, worked pre-prode. on. Yeah, pre-prode. That's pre-prode, an industry term. Uh, that we pre-prode around. Pre-prode. If I would have known that, I would have worked some more phone sex stuff uh, or any phone sex you stuff. You some, some shit with it, I'm sure. Yeah. It's the weird career choice that keeps on giving. <laughs> is that? Would you say that's the weirdest job you've had was the phone sex thing? I don't know. Working in Alaska, 
was weird. And working at a private zoo was weird. Was it, it was like a human zoo? <laughs> <laughs> human zoo. Was, that's I think a private game. zoo, like rich people, like it's a human no, zoo. No, it was like a zoo that had like weird animals and like a lot of cats too yeah. that like did tricks. What do you like, do in a private zoo? Uh, I did a lot of like private taking, dancing. Private dancing. I danced for the animals and the animals alone. <laughs> uh, no, we would take them to like libraries and schools and like do the tutorials. The animals? Yeah. It was like a. Like, oh, you like kind of loaned out like. Yeah, but also I would have to take care of them there, um, which was also very weird. Cause yeah. I, I, Why didn't you just work in the mall like the rest of us? Oh, God. Or tempt. Come on. <laughs> I did that. Didn't you want to work too. at a gap or something? <laughs> work at the gap. They, can't, they wouldn't hire me at a gap. They would hire me at a private zoo, though. <laughs> I, I want to see a private zoo as a human zoo. It's a, where you had to tend to the animals. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to show you the link to this later, and this is going to be way more fun. And for that you. was in Alaska? No, I was a I was a rancher in Alaska. Like, Did you know how to horses. do that? Did you know what that was? Um, kind of. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, same boyfriend during the phone sex operator. Mm-hmm. Hey, he was a he went through a lot. Very yeah. patient, very yeah. patient guy. Um, he wanted to go to Alaska, and I wanted to do something physical for a job because, again, sitting in front of a computer sucks. Oh. Um, so I had a background riding horses and working at this horse camp in Wisconsin. And so he's like, "Well, let's find a horse camp in Alaska and go there." And he had no experience with horses but i had some not a lot at all so going there we were both like in way over our heads but they liked him because he was very like handy yeah and i was not i was in grad school and like had ridden i was an equestrian as a young jew you know yeah in wisconsin in wisconsin and like where where's my netflix you know like that was me yeah so it was it was a culture shock and you never found your netflix huh I never. I will never know what happened in The Wire season three. Yeah, uh, the black guy gets arrested. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> sorry, sorry about that. No, I wanted to know. I... Well, speaking of black guys getting arrested, uh, you should definitely subscribe uh, to the mm-hmm. show, Friends Without Benefits. Mm-hmm. Rate, comment. It's very, very awesome to do. Where can we mm-hmm. find you, Rebecca? You can find me all over um, the. Where internet. can we find Jessica? Oh, boy. geez. <laughs> well, I'm studying, but I guess three I four take a six break. three four six code. What's that? Is that anything? <laughs> three four six is nothing. Like too three, many. Four bucks? six is like like micro penis Horton micro penis. Oh, okay. Well, let's yeah. press that button. Perfect. Yeah. Panic. Uh, panic. Where can we find you online? You can find me online at uh, Rebecca Lieb on Twitter, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-L-E-I-B, uh, Rebecca Lieb on Instagram. Um, I'm just going to put up a Facebook fan page at some point. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what about Snapchat? What have I been teaching oh, you? Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca M. Lieb on Snapchat yes. and Rebecca Lieb on Periscope. Yeah. Thank you for pushing the Periscope. <laughs> well, this has been the Friends Without Benefit podcast. No benefit. Thank you so much for being on, Rebecca. Oh, you're Oops. welcome. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Come back again. I'm just here. I'm going to bake some muffins. <laughs>